Let Jesus impact your life. Today we're going to talk about sin. In John 1, 29, it is written, The next day John, talking about John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming down toward him and said, Here is the Lamb of God. So John the Baptist is prophesying, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So Jesus took away the sin of the world, which is such a wonderful, wonderful happening miracle for all of us, that he washed us clean. Now, take let's take a closer look at what this actually means, takes away the sin of the world. In Romans 5, 12, we read, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, in this way death spread to all people, because all sinned. So here it's talking about the sin that came through Adam handing over the world to Satan. And all descendants of Adam, us included, were born in sin. And so, as John was saying, that the Lamb will take away the sin of the world, he provided that solution to um, be born back into the God's kingdom to be adopted back into um, the Father. And we're going to read some more here in Romans 5, verse 20. The law came along to multiply the trespasses, but where sin multiplied, grace multiplied even more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace will reign through righteousness resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So we live in the dispensation or in the age of grace. And grace has truly multiplied. And as we accept his grace, we will reign through righteousness and we will uh, have eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, what John the Baptist talked about is this general sin that we are all under as we got born here on earth following Adam. And as I mentioned, God provided the solution for this born in sin. He provided eternal life through Jesus Christ. All we have to do is accept his grace. All we have to do is here and now reach out and say, yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I receive. Yes, Lord, you are my Lord and Savior. And this is for all living individuals who can make that decision. So we are not going to pray for the dead that they make this decision after they die. This is here 
and now. This is for um, the people born under the curse, born under sin. As we then come out of it, as we accept the new birth, as we get that new life, uh, we are facing other sins. We're going to look at a little closer. Go with me to Romans 6, 6. Here it's written, For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be rendered powerless, so that we may no longer be enslaved to sin. Keep on reading. Since a person who has died is freed from sin, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him, because we know that Christ, having been raised from the dead, will not die again. Death no longer rules over him. Verse 10 for the death he died, he died to sin once for all time. But the life he lives, he lives to God. And here in verse 11, So you too consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. So, we are adopted back. We are free from sin from the sin, from the sin not accepting Jesus Christ, from the sin being born into the fallen world. But as we accept it, we are set free. We are adopted back. We are children of the Most High. The blood has washed the sin away. And we live a life as... Um, kings and as queens and we reign here on earth now the only issue is we still are in a fallen body or we still are in a not renewed soul and sins now will become the issue or the focus of our christian life and we're going to look at scripture about that in Romans six twelve. then, if we keep reading, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its desires. So here it starts to talk now, not that we are born into sin, but it talks about that our mortal body or unrenewed soul still wants to, this, to, to sin. Now, it always starts with desires, with lusts, with thoughts that ultimately we gave action to. If you read down in verse 14, For sin will not rule over you, because you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Should we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Absolutely not. So, we don't have a free pass to sin uh, as Christians, we are asked to control our thoughts. We are asked to control our desires. We are asked to renew our minds and to move away from a sinful life. The Holy Spirit lives in us, so we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the more we focus on Jesus, his word, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father, we will be drawn to him. 
the more we read in his scripture, we are rejoicing in him, we are seeking out the will of God, the more our um, mind gets renewed and the more thoughts we're going to think that Jesus would think and less what the world or the devil would think. And so by doing that, our acts over time will be less sin, but more glory to God. And if you've realized it at the beginning of this message, we talked about this sin, that we were born under sin. But now we are talking about the sins, about the multitudes of things that are not pleasing to God. And important is, this has nothing to do to condemn you. This has nothing to do to lose your salvation. There is no capital sin or lower sin. At the end, we are talking now about not pleasing God. Well, there is one capital sin, and that is not accepting the Lord. But once we are Christians, we will fight sins. And as we focus, as mentioned, on Jesus Christ, we will overcome more and more the things that are tempting us and can overcome um, more and more the things that want to draw us away from Christ. Let's read another scripture here, 1 John 2, 1. My little children, I am writing you these things so that you may not sin. So here John writes to Christians that you may not sin, but if... Anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He himself is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for those of the whole world. So, we have an advocate that is um, standing in for us as we do sin, and it is Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. And it is this atoning sacrifice that he provided already um, that keeps us washed free from uh, the sins we do. And we shouldn't do, but we do. Um, later on we read that it is, unfortunately, um, a normal fact that as we got born again, we still have sins that we do perform. We still make bad decisions. Each sin is a result of a decision giving action to a thought that was not holy, but that was evil. Go to First John uh, 1.8. Here comes scripture that really will set you free if you are under condemnation. 1 John 1.8 says, If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So here, straightforward, um, Christians are still sinning. Now, as we grow in Christ, hopefully less and less. But even the most mature Christian make bad decisions. And now keep on reading what to do if we do bad decision. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
So what is the scripture here telling us Christians? If we make a mistake and if the Holy Spirit tells us, oops, this was no good, then we will immediately know this was not God's will. This was not a word I should have said. This was not an action I should have done. Um, we can ask for forgiveness. And all that's needed is we come to him, we confess, Lord, I made a mistake. Forgive me. And we have his provision. Provision that he forgave us. And with all those spiritual provisions, it's on us to accept it, let go, and move on. God's desire is that we are effective, that we are spreading the word, spreading the gospel, loving people, um, being functioning in his kingdom here on earth. And he wants us to reset, shake off, and move on as quickly as possible. And he does not want us to uh, linger in condemnation and be stuck with that sin. So accept, accept that forgiveness. Let's go back to 1 John 2, verse 3. This is how we know that we know him if we keep his commands. So in closing, I want to point out that there's an expectation here that that we as Christians don't have a free right to keep sinning or uh, that he wouldn't care. Absolutely not. He wants us to keep his commandments. And what are those commandments? So to finish up, let's look at the couple scripture here. What are the commandments? If we go to Galatians 5, 13, Galatians 5.13, for you were called to be free, brothers and sisters. Only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Here again, we are free from sin, but don't give too much room to your flesh. But serve one another through love. We are called to serve one another through love. Verse 14 reads, for the whole law is fulfilled in one statement, love your neighbor as yourself. So in the core of keeping his commands is producing love. Let's go to Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Jesus talking to us here. He said to him, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. So, again, love, in this case, loving God, loving the Lord. That's what we're called to do. And then, in verse 38, we read, 39, we read, The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. So, love your neighbor as yourself. So, we ought to love, we ought to serve, we ought to think the best and put the best towards others around us. And Jesus wants us to compel towards a life 
that is very similar to what he demonstrated when he was walking the earth, which was loving the sinners, loving the people around him. He was a helper. He was a savior. He was a healer, and he's actually still today. But he wants to be the same today for us. And so our role is to help, to serve, to love, to heal, to go out and pray, to go out and make a difference, to be a light that shines out there. And as we are able to renew our mind, as we focus more on his scripture and focus more on his glory and worship more in his presence, we will be able to resist more and more those temptations and walk in what the Lord has for us. If you want to know more, uh, check us out on www.impact.host. Thanks for listening.